Welcome. This is ActiveSpirituality.life. It is a weekly forecast program with astrology and a guided meditation activation to help you make the most of your week. It's run by Pamela Cuchinell, that's me, the astrologer, and Susie Mazzoli, Master Healer. We invite you to find out more about our individual work, Susie Mazzoli, susiemazzoli-healer.com, or insightoasis.com for astrology. You can also find both of us at activespirituality.life, and we look forward to your joining us every week. Please share with your friends. Here we go. Welcome, everybody, to week 34. Pam's going to let us know all about the week starting Monday, the 21st of August in this year of 2023. And then I will be back with our little 10-minute meditation. This is ActiveSpirituality.life with Pamela Cuchinell and me, Susie Mazzoli. So, Pam, what's in store for us for this um, nearly last week of August? Well, we can continue to work with that really rich new moon juice that happened last week. We're in the waxing moon cycle. And so at that point in time, it's always good to build towards goals, things we want to make happen, that we're constructing, visioning, whether long-term or short-term. The thing that makes this particularly lovely on Monday is the moon is in the sign of Libra until the evening and the times I give her Eastern time. So please adjust depending on where you live. What's going on with this Libra moon is even though it's got some bumps and I will explain that. So in the early part of the day, kind of towards mid-afternoon, we are filtering through things, uh, perhaps confusion, perhaps some things that come out of the blue that were not quite sure how to adjust or implement. The important piece of this is communication. Keep in mind, Venus is still retrograde. And with the moon in Libra, what this means is it's so important to really work on communicative skills. Now, you may be thinking, oh, she or astrologers say that when Mercury's retrograde. Why when Venus is retrograde? Well, Venus is the planet that symbolizes, yes, it symbolizes beauty, it symbolizes uh, money, wealth, it symbolizes harmony, um, how we get along. What I think about when Venus is retrograde, uh, aside from the fact of the usual things like people from the past come back into your life, um, an old lover may resurface, doesn't mean any of these things are going to be long-term or withstanding, but it just happens. It's this kind of popping up on perhaps your Facebook feed or running into someone on the street or a reminder or a memory. It can also be where we're doing some sort of work in our home or we want to do a design thing where 
we make a wrong color choice or something isn't exactly as it needs to be. Uh, for instance, I was I experimenting once where I thought, oh, well, reupholstery would be a good thing to do. Well, perhaps because Venus retrograde, you're you're going back, you're you're rebeautifying something. And that was true, except I needed to research a little more uh, concretely the upholsterer I actually chose. So just take note. So people do do makeovers and things like that, but they're much better implemented when it's things that have already been researched, planned out, and you're actually doing that work during the retrograde process. And the reason I bring it up with relationships and communications on this day on August, uh, when the moon is in the sign of Libra, is because it is so much about how we are working with the relationships within our lives. So it's not just words we say, communication, but it's how we complement one another. Is there balance in the relationship? Is there give and take? Is there reciprocity? What is the value of this relationship? And so that can really come, you know, bring it home on this day on the 21st, or we can need to do some tweaking uh, where we understand better the actual perhaps power dynamics of the relationship or things that might trip us up or how we can get in better alignment. And overall, I would say this looks very good for relationships where both parties or all parties are willing to do the give and take and the conceding and the listening and the understanding. In relationships where it may seem like, ah, oh, I thought this partnership was going to come to pass. I thought this person was going to be in my court. I thought so-and-so understood how I feel. If it doesn't work out, end of day, the important thing is you know where things stand. So that's the real intrinsic value, I think, of Monday the 21st. It's just a clear-eyed assessment, a coming into balance, and probably most relationships that are able to do that get to be very fine-tuned. And for the ones where there is a power dynamic or structural flaw that just and face it i mean we all our relationships are work i i, I love it uh, to understand the fact that saturn is exalted in the sign of libra and so saturn which is the planet that's the great taskmaster and puts parameters and is about discipline and limitation. Well, it's exalted in Libra because it basically understands the balance of relationship, how relationships complement one another. So this is a great day, I think, for getting into that fine-tuned balance. The moon goes void, of course, at 4.31 p.m., and it's void until the moon enters Scorpio 
at 7.22 p.m. So when the moon is void, it signifies that it's best not to start anything new. This can, um, this can be mitigated depending on your personal chart and what's going on for you as the moon travels through the end stages of the sign. But the overall assumption is don't make that call to try to concretize the deal or sign the dotted line. It's better to be working in things already in motion, clear your desk, set yourself in the sign of Libra. It's lovely for just a easy chat or uh, refreshment in a park or, or museum once it goes in the sign of scorpio now we're in very deep energy that is more about research going within it's not that we don't connect to other people i mean we do but we need to be connecting to people with whom we can can connect very deeply Otherwise, especially if you have a lot of uh, water or earth, you might prefer to just chill alone, um, have a quiet evening with your favorite <laughs> pet or something, a good book you're reading, a mystery novel, just wind down into your day in this deep space, um, meditation, things that are therapeutic, really delicious this evening. On Tuesday, highly productive day, the important piece about this day is that we're really working with what we can work with and understanding the limits of what's not going to go where we need it to go. So what that means is we might be on a project or uh, one thing that comes in mind is, uh, and this is just so huge, especially in today's world, uh, we might be not being paid enough for what we're doing or not being paid anything for the work we're putting in that is volunteer. And it may be something that we're very committed to do but the important piece is to feel as though you are respected and seen for what your contribution is. And if you're feeling as though you're not getting that response, the most important piece, I think, of this day is to find a way to get validated. So it doesn't necessarily mean a pat on the back from your boss or the uh, person who's overseeing a project that you're working on. Or uh, one thing that springs to mind is for people who are doing a lot of caretaking for a person who's disabled or old or unable and oftentimes that can just get into, or even children, you know, children are tremendously demanding uh, of uh, time and energy. And even though there is a, uh, a view 
of how that will end when the child's able to spread wings and go, it can feel very unrewarding. So what's important on Tuesday is to think about what actually is being accomplished and achieved and not get muddy in thinking, am I recognized? Because you want to recognize yourself, your own efforts. And as I've been talking, certainly last week because of the Leo new moon, uh, but we want to make sure we're, our ego isn't getting in the way. You know, what, what is the truth of what I'm doing on this day? And does it really matter in the overall big picture of whether, you know, I'm recognized or not? What matters is the actual effort and the accomplishment and the fact that I am pivotal to making this happen, because that really is the overall validation and transformation that can happen when the moon is in the sign of Scorpio and moving towards a sextile with the planet Pluto. It's, it's letting us know that our very existence is essential for how our great organism of the planet and the universe is working. And the ego can get in our way with this because we're we're feeling like uh, insignificant, unseen, unrecognized. No, Mm-mm. because everyone's existence is integral to where everything goes. So I I see this as being a wonderful day of accomplishment. If, again, natally, some of us have an Achilles heel with this, this sense of not being recognized, validated, um, seen. And so if that happens to you today, love yourself, encourage yourself, recognize yourself, validate yourself. So Wednesday, the 23rd, the sun enters Virgo and Mercury goes retrograde. So the past couple of days, we've been in that kind of shadow storm energy, depending on what they call it with whatever you're reading on the internet. What basically it means is that Mercury had been slowing down from our perspective and now is going to retrace its steps from Earth's perspective. So with that going on, as the sun enters Virgo, there's a kind of disconnect because Virgo is one of the signs that's related to Mercury and wants to be able to do work with its hands, move forward, do service. And with retrograde, there's this sense of reevaluating of considering of chewing on and in tandem with Venus retrograde can you hear how this even deepens the value in clear communication with whoever it is you know whether you're making a phone call to get your phone fixed or um, 
or talking to your spouse, it's so important that we really listen well uh, during these retrograde weeks. With this, because when this kind of change is occurring with Mercury retrograde and the moon still being in the sign of Scorpio, I can't recommend enough making sure you have some meditation time, some going within time, especially deep uh, when we look towards mid-afternoon and into end of day. This is an especially deep time to really take control of a situation and create change, real change. So that can be within yourself, within your job, within a situation that needs to be turned around. And just on a <laughs> simple reminder, which is not a, a, a really simple uh, task, but each of us, if each of us can find some time at, uh, on this later part of the day into the evening where we get quiet, meditate, and really get into that space of allowing for the deep changes to happen for a more sustainable world, as Susie and I were talking about more the, um, before the call, this is absolutely a time when we can send that energy out to the powers that be about sustainability, refreshment, continuity, turn the ship around for a better, wonderful world. <laughs> so Thursday, the 24th, the moon goes void, of course, at 1.10 a.m. And it enters the sign of Sagittarius at 4.07 a.m. Eastern time, people may be sleeping through all of this. But once it enters the sign of Sag, now we're in mutable fire and it's very dynamic energy. It wants to move. This is a day that <clears throat> may give us some kind of battles within what it is I'm doing, uh, those of us who fight with perfectionism, a need for perfectionism. Also, the value in this day is if you have partners or people who are just not as supportive as they need to be, this is a day when you want to make decisions about that or see it as it really is. And by the time we get to the evening, there's a Mars-Pluto picture in the sky, very dynamic, very strong. It's a trine. So if we've been doing our work of how we're going to move forward and what we're going to make happen, oh my goodness, this is very, very powerful. <clears throat> and it's a wonderful late afternoon evening to be doing things that require not only that physical strength, like drawing oneself up into, but also things that may be hard to do. And it's it's not it's not an easy couple of days, but we can we can, especially on this uh, afternoon, day, evening, we can 
do battle within ourselves to get clear on what it is we may have to make happen that may not be easy, but the first hurdle is to make peace with yourself about what it is that needs to be done. And then on Friday the 25th, we can think about how we're going to implement those things, get things happening. Uh, it can. It, this is actually a, a very good day for making things move, but know that the important piece is to really be crystal clear aware of the Mercury retrograde, Venus retrograde, and how important it is to articulate things well. I mean, there's so many reasons why people don't. I mean, sometimes we say things, people, this happens a lot in families and work situations, people don't listen well. They um, they can nod and seem, especially if they're at the computer, seem as though they've digested the information, but it hasn't really it hasn't really made its way into consciousness. So it's really important to make sure the message is delivered, whatever the message may be. And because when we don't on this particular day on Friday, it's going to boomerang. <laughs> Somebody's going to get mad. You didn't tell me that. I didn't know. And maybe we didn't, you know, maybe we thought we did uh, put it on the group calendar and it's just important to take that breath, to slow down a little on this day and make sure things are communicated. On Saturday the 26th, in the early morning, people's tempers can be very short, especially if we didn't do our due diligence about making sure those messages were well conveyed. So know that and just, again, slow down. Try not to move so quickly give yourself some extra time always important when mercury is retrograde over scheduling uh, making the the connections of commutation or travel too tight never a good idea with mercury retrograde at 7 56 a.m the moon goes void of course on saturday the 26th and it enters capricorn at 9:05 a.m and then this sets up, honestly, a really good weekend to get things done, work on practical stuff, uh, make sure everything is well-formed. Uh, those who garden, excellent for that. Really strong, or metaphorically, really strong energy in regeneration, in creation, and in manifestation. And now I turn it over to Susie. Oh, I love those words, regeneration and manifestation. Mm -hmm. Okay, let's jump into our meditation with those words and just take a nice place where you can sit quietly, take a few deeper breaths and arrive at our meditation and Pam referred to 
the environment a little bit in um, in her forecast for this week and I would like to come back again to that place of thinking about the environment both outside of us, the environment that is through our eyes outside of us, but also the environment that is inside of us and something that we learn about the world in especially through the Buddhist perspective is that we are constantly creating the outside world from our internal world. And many years ago, I was asking a Tibetan Buddhist Lama, a great teacher, about what we can do for the world, what we can do for the pollution and all of the toxins and the terrible state that our world is in, which is definitely, uh, let's say, contributing to climate change and what can we do. And this great teacher said, besides, you know, doing the obvious things of, of changing our lives and being less consumer, et cetera, et cetera, all the things that we know, he said the most important thing we can do is on the inside. So let's meditate on that inside because the inside is creating the outside. So if outside is toxic, if outside is warring, if outside is in trouble, then that is within us as well. No matter how far we need to go, how deep we need to go in ourselves, Let's try and find those places and allow them to transform. We can do that through our meditation. We can do that energetically. We can do it now and we can keep doing it. So take that space now in your mind Take that space that might be full of anxiety, that might be full of concern, worry. Take that space that might be full of frustration, full of anger, or simply full of judgment. That part of you that always refers to there's me and then there's the other. What are those guys doing to me? What is this part of the world doing to disrupt? What are those people in power doing that I don't like? Just take away that part of judgment. Let's dissolve the let's dissolve that finger that's pointing, <laughs> pointing outside of us, pointing at this or that that we deem as bad or unhealthy or unnatural or disappointing 
or harmful. What we're doing now is we're just dissolving it all, dissolving the anger, dissolving the anxiety, dissolving the concern, dissolving the judgment, just allowing everything to fall into fragments, just keep dissipating and dissipating until it becomes pure energy again, allowing everything just to come back to pure energy. Allowing the judgments, the strong opinions, the feelings, the attachments, Allowing everything just to, again, dissolve and come back very, very simply back to the original ingredient of just energy. And as we do this, we're also not very attached to ourself. And we can feel the self also dissolving, the self that wants this, wants that, sees this, sees that, constantly making decisions, it's good, it's bad, it's right, it's wrong, I'm unhappy, I'm happy, I have this, I'm happy, I have this, I'm unhappy. Allowing that self now also to simply just dissolve just for a few moments, Ooh, give yourself a break and allow the self just to dissolve. No needs, no wants, no ideas. Just dissolving into the simple space of energy. And in this energetic space, where nothing exists. A quiet, very gentle, very peaceful place. And in this place now, 
where we are very peacefully abiding. We can feel, sense, know that we are present. We have presence. We have awareness. And we are not clouded. We have absolute, boundless wisdom. There is clarity, absolute clearness of mind. And we send all of this profound, boundless energy out around us to all the sentient beings everywhere in the world. May all beings have happiness and the causes of happiness. May they be without suffering and the causes of suffering. May they never be without genuine joy, free of suffering. May they abide in great impartiality, free of preference, attachment and aversion. Love now. Gently open your eyes. See the world anew afresh. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much, Pam. And we will be with you all again next week. Love now. You have been listening to Susie Mazzoli and Pamela Cuccinell of activespirituality.life. If you've enjoyed this program, consider a donation. You can find the link for that, activespirituality.life, regardless We look forward to having you join us again for next week's podcast. Please share and have a great week.